midnight, bringing darkness instead of light. Great. Blood-sucking pretty much. Well, sometimes that is better. There's no turning back now. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Welcome back to Off the Press. This is episode number 10. Uh, I normally don't upload this early in the week, but I just saw Pet Cemetery on uh, Saturday, and I wanted to do this uh, this episode while it's still pretty fresh in my mind and, you know, just talk about it, uh, give my initial thoughts. I'd say initial because sometimes I change my mind on things after I see a movie again. I don't think that's going to be the case here, but, uh, you know, we'll see. So... Obviously, as I have said before, when I review movies, they always contain spoilers. Um, I don't like to talk about movies without spoilers because I don't think I'm good at it. I kind of need to talk about the whole movie and, and not worry so much about limiting myself. So if you have not seen The New Pet Cemetery, this episode will contain spoilers. So take that as you will. So Pet Cemetery. Sum it up very briefly, it's about a man named Lewis who moves his family to rural Maine to escape the uh, chaos of the city, and uh, on his new property, they find this pet cemetery, and, uh, you know, all all hell breaks loose after that. I don't think I need to go too in-depth with the plot. Like I said, this is a spoiler review, so I assume you've seen it by now, <laughs> Um I think the best way for me to talk about this movie is to split this review into three parts. So I'll do uh, what I liked, what I felt sort of neutral towards or didn't really have strong feelings about, and then what I didn't like. But before that, right off the bat, holy shit, did I not expect this movie to be so polarizing uh, among horror fans and, and Stephen King fans. I was expecting something either much more like the 2017 version of It that was very pretty much uh, widely loved or like the nun, which was hated by everyone. I, I was not expecting such a debate after this movie, but instead we've gotten a very, very dividing response to the film. So before I get into my opinion, uh, just a little bit of background on the movie pet Cemetery is based on the 1983 book by Stephen King. This was King's 14th published book, including uh, the books he wrote as Richard Bachman, which was a pseudonym he used for a little while. Um, but it was written much earlier than 1983 and published later. Uh, and apparently this is because of how dark the novel is. And, and Stephen King has said that this is the only one of his books that genuinely scares him. Uh, it's my personal favorite Stephen King novel, it was the second book I ever read of his, I think. I read Carrie first because I just did it in like publishing order, but I think I read Pet Cemetery second. Um, so it was very early in uh, my experience with Stephen King, and uh, it absolutely scared the shit out of me when I was younger. I loved it. It's still my favorite Stephen King book, probably my favorite horror novel of all time. So let's talk about this new adaptation first like I said we'll do the things that I did like about the movie so something that sets Pet Cemetery apart from most other Stephen King books is how dark it is like I just mentioned um, it's brutal and it's just absolutely 
punishing because you're you're basically just watching the lives of these characters spiral into complete darkness and not even an ounce of happiness is present in the entire story. And overall, I, I felt that this new movie um, definitely went for that. It didn't try to be humorous or, or lighten the tone of the original novel at all. And I, I appreciated that about the movie. As I was thinking about it, I was comparing it in my head to the 2017 version of It because that's just the the most recent other big Stephen King adaptation. And that film had a lot of humor, a lot of lighter moments. Um, it's got Richie making jokes through the whole movie. Uh, it's got that montage scene where they're cleaning the bathroom in six different ways by The Cure is playing. And just a lot of these like lighter um, moments that were great for like building the characters and everything, but were definitely different tonally that than I wanted from Pet Cemetery. They worked great in in it, but um I don't think that they would have in Pet Cemetery, so I was very happy to see that they didn't try to force any of that into this film. They stuck to the tone of the original novel and and I did like that. I also thought the acting was great. In particular, uh Jason Clark was a great Lewis. Um he reminded me a lot of the the actor in the first uh adaptation of this he even looks like him a little bit and um he was really good he he played lewis really well uh john lithgow was a very decent uh judd for the fucking three minutes that he's in the movie but we'll talk about that (laughs) um the visual effects were really good i especially liked the scenes that were set in the place beyond the pet cemetery uh they did a good job of making that area feel really spooky and like otherworldly Um, there were some cool shots of like the views around that area and like this landscape that was very foggy and dark and, and it made it feel very isolated. And I think that that worked really well, uh, in terms of the story and and what they were trying to do with that, that place. So, so that was cool. The visual effects definitely were good in this movie. So I definitely have no complaints about the visuals of this new version of the film. So moving on from that to just the things that I was neutral towards or or things I really didn't have strong feelings about. Uh, The main thing here is that I just wanted to say that I didn't have an issue with most of the changes they made to the original story. Uh, I didn't think that switching the roles of Ellie and Gage, that didn't really bother me that much. I think it was a little bit blown out of proportion when that was revealed in the trailer, but to me, that wasn't one of the things I got really hung up on. Um, I don't know. It, it just didn't bother me. They Like I, I've said before about this movie and people's reactions to it is they, you can't expect them to change absolutely nothing. And I understand that that's a big change, but it will, if nothing else, set this movie apart from the original and the book in some way. So really didn't bother me that much. And, uh, Maybe that's because of the things that I did get hung up on that did bother me. So on that note, I think I can transition into the things that I didn't like because there were quite a lot of them. Um, I didn't have a problem with the changes they made to the original story, but I had huge issues with the things that they flat out eliminated from Pet Cemetery and the, the things that they completely left out and ignored. Uh you know, the thing like I, I get it. They when you make a movie, it's never gonna it's never gonna be able to include 
everything in the source material. Uh, movies have strict time limits they have to abide by, so it makes sense that not everything could be included in this adaptation. However, it felt like they left out things that were integral to what makes a book scary and a lot of what makes the characters worth caring about and, and help us like a lot of the things that help us understand their actions. Um, you know, Pet Cemetery in particular is a story all about grief and it's about what grief can do to a person and what it can make them do. That's pretty much the entire point of the story. You know, the characters' motivations are extremely important in this story. And we get pretty much none of that stuff in this in this adaptation. The characters, it, it kind of feels like the characters did things just because the story dictated their actions and not because they wanted to. It felt like the char- it felt like characters following a script, not real people making decisions that lead to the events of the film, if that makes sense. Um, for example, I thought Judd was an especially bad case of this. There's absolutely no indication of why he would have shown Lewis the place beyond the pet cemetery and confided in him the secrets to bringing back the dead when he knows it's wrong. You know, um, like their relationship, which is very important to his motivation in doing this is absent in this movie. I just thought it was really, really underdeveloped and it, it hurt the film because that's an important relationship to the movie. It's important to the character's motivations and it's important to the motivations behind actions that pretty much are the entire plot of the movie. Um, the, and so like, this was, this was where I especially felt like it was just a character following a script and not a real person, you know, like the movie needed Judd to take Lewis to that place because that's how the story goes. Whereas in the book or, or even in the, um, in the 1989 version, you really feel like Judd cares about Lewis and he is doing this out of like the goodness of his heart and and really trying to help. And in this version, it just felt like, well, the story needs him to bring him there. So he brings him there, you know, with no explanation, no, um, no motivation to his actions. It feels like he, he very briefly meets Ellie and Lewis and within like 10 minutes, he's divulging the secrets of life and death to them. So that was just strange. We get no indication whatsoever of that relationship. And uh, it was just too important of a thing for them to, for them to cut down. And, and something that has become a reoccurring thought of mine while watching Pet Cemetery and while thinking about it is that it felt like I was watching a heavily edited version of the movie. Now I, I have no backup evidence here to, to, to back up this claim that that's actually what happened, but it really felt like scenes were missing from the movie because I just can't see how they could have made the movie without these important elements. I can't see how they would justify cutting those things out. Even for example, they introduced this idea that the kids in the town put on these masks that, you know, they were in the trailer. They were like a big part of the marketing for this movie and they have these weird ritualistic burials of their pets in the pet cemetery and it's completely 
absent for the entire rest of the movie. It's introduced very early on and, uh, and Ellie sees that and that's it. That's all we get of it. It never comes back. And this whole thing with the kids is a completely new addition to this version of pet cemetery. And it, it felt like they had plans for it maybe. And I don't know what happened, but they had, it seemed like they had plans to, for that to be part of the movie only for it to just disappear after the beginning of the film. Um, and I feel like they they would have been much better cutting that weird addition out completely and adding in some scenes uh, to actually develop these relationships of the characters. I, I don't know I don't know what the point of those scenes were other than to just take up space that if they really were you know fighting for time and, and editing this movie, I don't know why that's what they decided to keep in instead of doing some scenes that sort of establish this relationship better. I felt this way about the character of Victor Pascal as well in this version. He's a relatively important aspect of the story that's hinted at, again, early on in the movie, and then it's just totally abandoned as the movie goes on. In the book and in the earlier adaptation from 1989, Pascal is probably like the, the at least the second most iconic character in the film behind Church and probably followed by Zelda. Um... And so it was very strange for, for them to cut him out like that. I feel like he was really just underused and, and again, like unnecessary. If you're gonna if you're gonna have him be so unimportant, then why why is he in the movie at all? Just cut him out. You know, it kind of felt like they knew people liked that character, so they felt the need to include him, but if it's gonna be at the expense of characters not making any sense, I feel like they should have just gone all the way and cut him out of the movie because he feels very useless, you know, and and I didn't really understand that. He it, it's the wrong it's the wrong thing to cut. Like I was saying with the relationship with uh, with Judd and Lewis, it's it's important to the story. So I don't know why that's what they seem to have, uh, you know, trimmed the fat off of. That was that was strange to me. And um I mentioned I mentioned Zelda too and I wanted to I wanted to touch on that character because I actually did like Zelda. Uh the visual effects on her were awesome and I felt that the parts that included her were definitely the scariest parts of the film. However, those scenes to me made it very obvious that this film is a film coming out at the height of the Conjuring films, uh box office success. Because they felt almost directly ripped from one of those movies. Um, and to sort of explain what I mean, there was just way too much of those those scenes where, you know, all the background noise cuts out and we get like a static shot of something, you know, usually a room or a hallway or, or whatever. And then a close up of the character's face and then the same static shot again. And then boom, jump scare. Uh, it's so like formulaic. And that drove me crazy to see in Pet Cemetery, which is so not a jump scare kind of story. Those scenes, when I read the book, like literally kept me up at night. That was one of the first times that I ever felt really, really scared from just reading a book. And so I felt it just, you know, she was okay in the movie. Like I said, I liked the visual effects with that character. And, and they did, those were the scariest parts, but... They did feel a little bit unoriginal 
in their approach to uh, the scares. You know, it was it was definitely a, a cheap scare a lot of the time. And I think that this was probably the biggest turnoff for me when it comes to the new version of the film. I felt as though it completely lacked the emotional atmosphere that makes the book so fucking scary. Like I said before, the original book is a very dark, punishing story. And by punishing, I mean that it really makes you care about these characters only to completely destroy them in front of your eyes. And this new movie just really lacked that for for me. I, I mean, it spent a lot of time focusing on things that were unimportant, especially in the beginning. And it really needed to take that time to build these characters into strong roles that we really care about as the viewer. And without that, the movie is just empty. And it completely lacks the emotional depth of the book. And, and even to an extent of the the first adaptation of the, of this this story. It really did end up feeling like one of those like lesser Conjuring Universe movies where... You're just watching empty characters just get scared by stuff, and that's not that's not what Pet Cemetery is, you know. Pet Cemetery is a deeply character-driven story, and this adaptation didn't have strong characters or strong relationships. So instead, you're just watching somewhat scary things happen to people you don't really have any sort of an attachment towards, and I think that was kind of that was kind of upsetting to me, you know, like I said, it's one of my favorite stories and and I feel really, um, it was a really important book for me. It's what got me really into, to horror fiction. And, and I think that it was def it definitely is. It, it still is a, a more elevated take on horror where it is this super, super character driven story. I think that a lot of the, the great horror movies that we're seeing now, all of these movies that are sort of touted as like these deep new wave horror movies are the ones that have strong characters and have strong relationships. And, and they're the ones that really make you feel for the characters before destroying them in front of you, you know, like I said, and, and so I think that to an extent, a lot of, quote unquote smart horror films are following the the formula that the original Pet Cemetery, the book at least, laid out. You know, I, I think in particular, like I, I'm thinking about like Hereditary, that's that's a very similar sort of film where you're introduced to this family and you really feel like you get to know them and then you watch as just like tragedy after tragedy just destroys their life. And that that is what the novel of Pet Cemetery is. It is just as dark as that film. It is just as scary as that film. And that's why it's upsetting that this adaptation, this film, was was nowhere near that level of of smart and, and deep and just emotional. Um you know, so so like I mentioned earlier, I thought Judd was criminally cut from this movie and because of how much was left out, this adaptation really felt like a Cliff Notes version of the story. It felt very streamlined and very edited. And I think that it cut out all the wrong things. I just think there were a lot of 
I don't know if it was the writing or if it was the editing or during what process they decided to remove these aspects, but there were aspects of the story that I just think they were really, really wrong for for cutting out. It, it really ended up hurting the movie in a lot of ways. So instead of being this emotional, dark, character-driven horror film with an atmosphere of just sadness and grief like the original novel you get this very empty, unmotivated film. And because of the lack of relationships between the characters, the final act ends up feeling like a corny slasher film with the evil Ellie running around killing everyone when it's supposed to be so much more impactful than that. You know, the fact that it's Lewis's own child who's turned against him because of his own actions of sort of trying to play God and trying to deny the natural force of death. And and I feel that this adaptation really doesn't have any of that. It, it sort of totally missed the point of, of Pet Cemetery. That's kind of how I felt about it. Like they, whoever, whoever adapted it, like maybe read the novel or saw the original film and, and the actual point was just totally missed and they focused on the wrong things. And, uh, Especially, I also, I hated this this ending, you know, the very end with the whole family coming back as, like, undead. It felt so, so, so cheesy to me, and so, again, just so, like, missing the point of the ending of the original and the ending of the the first adaptation, and so it was just, it, it just was, like, the, the final nail in the coffin It is that ending with this zombie family I don't know I just I thought that was really really poorly done really bad choice to make for this movie um so just to give like my final thoughts uh I had a lot more little nitpicks that bothered me but I think that these big issues with the film are what ultimately led me to leave the theater feeling really really disappointed and the more I thought about the movie and discussed it with people, the less I liked it. I think that really the best way I can describe my feelings about it were just being really disappointed. I didn't leave it thinking this is the worst movie ever made and I, I fucking hate it and everybody that likes it is an idiot uh, because I don't feel that way. I, I just, for me personally, I went into it with really, really high expectations with this being my favorite Stephen King story one of the stories that got me into horror when I was a teenager, uh, a story that got me into Stephen King as a teenager, two things that are now uh, very important to me and and so much a part of uh, who I am. And and to see it not done so well and done sort of carelessly, it was just very disappointing. You know, I, I, I really, I wanted so much more out of this movie and I went into it really wanting to love it. I really wanted to leave this movie theater saying, Oh man, I can't wait to see that again. And, uh, I, that's not how I felt at all. I was, I was really let down by it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, some people seem to seem to have really enjoyed it. Like I said, really polarizing film. Um, I even the other day I did like a poll on Instagram and, it was like, what did you think of Pet Cemetery? And it, the two choices were just good or bad. And good, I think, was one winning by by a lot. It was a lot of people seem to have really liked this movie. Um, and I guess I just wasn't one of them. I don't know if it's because 
I went into it with the bias of being such a huge fan of the books and, and being such a, having such like a emotional attachment to the book, I guess, because it is a pretty important book to me, but I just, I, I just, I wasn't into it really, really uh, disappointed in, in this version of Pet Cemetery. So yeah. Um, I think that's about all that I have to say about Pet Cemetery right now. Um, will I see this movie again? I really don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if it's worth another try for me. I don't, I don't think that anything's going to change on a second viewing, but I do like to give movies another chance for the most part. Uh, even if I don't like them, I think that sometimes you need to see a movie twice to really get it or really enjoy it. So maybe I'll revisit this uh, when I can rent it on Amazon or something. But for now, it just it's just going to be another one of those uh, forgotten films for me. You know, one that I didn't enjoy and I don't really think about ever. And, and that's pretty much it. Um, it was probably I it was probably my most anticipated film this year. So I don't know. It's it's weird that to to be so excited for something and it really just let you down but that's pretty much pretty much all i got on pet cemetery definitely uh let me know what you thought of it because i am genuinely curious to hear other people's opinions um i haven't talked to anybody who really liked it just yet so definitely you know send me a message on instagram I, i'd love to talk about it love to uh discuss Pet Cemetery because I, I do want to know what people enjoyed about it that I guess I just missed or, or just didn't um didn't feel the same impact of. So that about sums it all up for me on on this new version of Pet Cemetery. Um, you know, as always, uh, give me a follow on Spotify, uh, follow the show on Instagram at off the press pod and uh, subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating if you're really enjoying the show. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for episode number ten. Bye. Sam Hain remains the Lord of the Dead. The end of summer. The festival. Of Sam Hain. October thirty-first.